All right, welcome to another episode of the Esports Next podcast. It is my pleasure to be joined alongside with my co-host, the lovely Megan Van Petten, uh, founder of the Esports Trade Association. Today, we have a special guest, Shireen L. Domeri. Shireen, you are an owner and attorney at your own law firm. You're sponsoring the elevator pitch at Esports Next, and you are the co-chair of the Dallas chapter for ESTA. Could you do a little more to support the association? I know. Go I was ahead. wondering the same thing. <laughs> Thank uh, you for I'm, being pretty, here. I'm pretty sure I could. I would I, I would love to. I'm looking forward to coming to esports next and just soaking it all up. It's gonna be amazing. A for well, Megan's favorite word is yes. It is. <laughs> so be careful what you say around her. Um but I am so thrilled to have you on the show today, Shireen, um, and, and feature you to our audience. Um, you're somebody who I greatly respect. We've we cross paths quite quite often in Dallas and you know, doing the different things with ESTA. Why don't you tell people first, um, tell people about what you do with your law firm, and then we'll get into these other parts of your journey. Yeah, that would be great. So I specialize in business law for startups, small and mid-sized companies. I also have a focus area in data protection and privacy. So I do a lot of that work as well um, and have, you know, been following kind of some of that in the esports and how that intersects, which often does and with children. So children's data. Um, so, you know, I've been able to help a few folks here in the Dallas area with kind of getting their organizational documents, like really focusing on some legal operational stuff so that they have good foundation for their business. So I like to tell people that, um, you know, your business is built on relationships and all the types of documents that I work on, contracts, your policies, procedures, they're all about framing those relationships, setting expectations, and mm. really helps businesses, um, you know, grow and are able to um, flourish that way when they have that foundation. Well, I can also imagine being, you know, a small business, sometimes it's that perception, right? You're trying to create the perception that you are a real business and getting your clients to take you, uh, take you seriously. I could imagine that one of those ways is, you know, just having all your documents and like ducks in a row, right? Very, very professional. Obviously you want to have your I's and T's crossed when it comes to doing business with everyone, everyone, but Correct me if I'm wrong, but the first thing that pops in my head is like, man, I'm starting a business. I need to be taken seriously. I need to look like a business person. One of the things you're offering is that level of credibility. Yeah, that's right. I mean, and I've also been talking with other um, folks, like when they get ready to exit their business, you know, if, if you don't have a lot of these documents and policies and procedure, it can affect your value as well. So um, you're right. Like having things in a row makes you look really professional polished, you know, when you're dealing with your vendors or you're dealing with counterparties, having a really good uh, contract in place and, and knowing that you're protected and that it has all the terms that you need um, is really helpful. So uh, that's what I try to tell folks when they're in business. You know, there are a lot of things out there that you can do yourself, but uh, I do not recommend this because there are some things that you might miss. And then um, unfortunately, in my field, most people call us when there's a problem and it is exponentially more expensive and time consuming and dramatic, sometimes really dramatic, uh, <laughs> if you wait till there's a problem. So I try to focus right. on proactive 
um, you know, we can't prevent any, all the problems, but we can definitely lessen the risk um, and reduce some of that drama. That's interesting. That's wonderful that you're helping people with that. Um, obviously, I'm sure you can help people in all sorts of different industries because every small to mid-sized business is, has these needs. How did you first become aware of esports and that you, uh, with your um, law practice, had a fit within this uh, growing dynamic industry? Well, uh, the good thing is that I do try to keep up with the news. So I was aware when the stadium came to be in Arlington, the esports stadium in Arlington. So I heard all that yeah. buzz. Um, the University of Texas at Dallas, you know, with their team, and they've had some really good K through 12 coding and uh, esports camps for many years. Um, so I was very familiar with what was going on there. And then um, how I learned about y'all was through Danny Martin. He was at a career yeah. day at my son's middle school and I got to meet him during the break and he told me all about it and what he was doing, mm -hmm. which I just think is amazing. Um, that's the last piece showing people the pathway to STEM who, um, you know, they don't have those people in their lives, might not yeah. have those people, don't even know what the realm is. Uh, and so I really... He was like, you need to contact the Esports Rate Association. And I did that immediately. That was like right as we we're coming out of the pandemic. So, and got connected with you and spoke with Megan. And I've just had such great experiences with the virtual coffee connections. Um, mm. I'm so glad that we could do those in person. Yeah, yeah, IRL. Yeah. Yeah, in real life, that was so much fun. And just, it's just so interesting, all the different types of um, folks that you meet, you know, not, not just the teams, the competitors, um, but all the support that's out there, um, you know, like Fit Gamer, you know, what Danny's doing with Exposure, like just all oh, these yeah. different faucets, facets, and um, it's just been amazing. Well, I absolutely love the diversity of our community, um, not just in the, in the the ways we typically refer to it, but also from a business sense. And um, it's so fantastic, as you mentioned, you know, we've got people with who are with teams and leagues and then we've got people who are with brands and we've got scholastic and we have people like yourself and it's it just creates this beautiful ecosystem where people can mm -hmm. work together and yes. that's a big part of it um Megan a question for you how did that first phone call go uh when Shireen uh picked up the phone and said do Mary Law uh speaking may I speak with uh, the founder well I'll tell you I get a lot of calls from attorneys. Attorneys Yikes. are always looking for- Is this a personal or a professional? No, no, no. Is I'm that... always like in the trade association sector, attorneys love it because it's a it's a very legit business formation typically. And attorneys okay. like to be part of things that are legit. So I get, you know, we could be, if we wanted just a, a an association of attorneys, that's how many attorneys call. So Shireen was different because we talked and she was thinking about her brand the first time we talked, what she would call it. She, and I was like, mm -hmm. oh my God, I could tell on the phone that she was just a woman of service and leadership. She mm -hmm. had been a judge and she loves the word. Yes, for real. Like Shireen <laughs> just walks the walk. And I'll never forget thinking, man, if this woman starts a law firm, it's going to be successful because she's heart-centered. You're right. A year later, it was at least a year later, she calls me up and she's like, I'm doing it. And I'm like, no way. 
you're in. Super cool. And, that, and then I was like, all right, I've got a whole bunch of plans. And she then she said, I'm going to be in Chicago. And then that was history. So we met for coffee for real. And, um, you know, I couldn't be more excited for Shireen as a woman law firm, as a judge, as a community service, heart-centered woman um, that just does the, um, does the, the good work that we need when we call attorneys. You know, I have called her with a few things as, yeah. as, as my counselor, you know, that's mm. what attorneys are. There are counselors, there are partners, there are friends, there are board members, there are our leaders, our civic leaders. Um, so I couldn't be more excited. That's so nice. You know, I have Shireen cell phone number just written in permanent marker right here. When they okay. say, John, you get one call. <laughs> That's Pick right. up that phone, Shireen, even if That's it's right. not a safe number, please. Well, I mean, even if I can't help you, I will know somebody who can help you. So, That's right. and, and that's, you know, part of why you should have somebody in your circle who can do that for you. So, and build the relationship when you don't need the relationship. Right. For sure. Well, I'm curious, Shireen, being an entrepreneur who's helping entrepreneurs, how has <laughs> starting your own business helped you help your your clients even better now that you're kind of walking that same entrepreneurial path with them rather than just being purely on the legal side? Yes. I mean, it has been really eye-opening. I mean, I spent most of my career, as Megan said, in the public sector and then um, in-house counsel. So working with large companies where, you know, once I was there, I was doing the work. So starting out on my own, I've had to learn a lot about running a business. So I'm always grateful to know some folks here in the Esports Trade Association who can guide me. I'm doing a lot of stuff with other entrepreneurial groups. So, you know, this whole um, journey that I'm going on and Megan had kind of uh, alluded to it, but like a branding journey. So I have some thoughts about rebranding, going with Mm. a trade name, growing, um, providing more services. So that is all in the works. Um, and I can't wait for myself to get there. That's my 2024 goal. So, you know, a few more months of going through this process, um, but it has been helpful. Like I remember, especially on this data privacy piece, um, which I used to counsel, you know, and I'd call the IT department and be like, so these are all the things that you need to do. And then when I was doing it for myself, I was like, oh, so I have to do this. <laughs> and who do I call now? Right. Like who's my ID? Right. Department? Who? Um, Elmer's faucet's always leaking. Right. <laughs> um, so I had to figure all that out. So now I'm, I'm like, oh, now I actually yeah. have people that I can refer to some of the other businesses. Like, oh, if you need an IT professional, this is who can help you on a fractional basis. Uh, I've met a lot of different um experts uh, that are, you know, on the fractional side. So fractional CFOs, fractional HR, like a lot of resources that are really helpful uh, Mm -hmm. for businesses because, you know, when you're starting out, you can't afford to do all those things. That's right. Most likely, you know, I'm starting out as a one person show. I have a few folks on my team that are fractional, right? Um, So still trying to build that up. So I understand that pain point. Um, And then I understand also that pain point of, you know, where do you invest to help yourself grow and what makes the most sense moving forward, which is why kind of the way that I structure uh, the way that I do my business and try to make sure that folks know what the fees are up front so they can budget for that and grow into what they need to do um, from a legal perspective and what's urgent and what we can work on in a longer term. 
you know, I heard you on the rebrand, the considering, and I'm, yes. you know, I, I do a little branding in my work. And so what I'm, which is going through my head here for your company, Demary Law, if you just added company, I, I mean, I've got a logo, oh I've got hats, DLC, you know, I mean, Demary Law Company. I mean, so, so um, something, something. Something to think about. Okay. Yeah, I've got, you know, I've got a some branding already set up for you. You know, there's- I could just do an ampersand council, Demary Law and council. Boom. I think we Boom. figured it out. DLC <laughs> uh, round two. Um, one thing that I would love to um, have you share with our audience about, you are the co-chair of our Dallas chapter. Um, for those who are listening, and we have been growing our chapters like crazy. Megan can give the official stat on globally how these are growing, but can you share a little bit from your inside perspective, from your experience of how to start an EST chapter and what is it like? You know, what, what do you have the opportunity to do for the community and what are the benefits of, of starting a local EST chapter? Yeah, well, thankfully I was not the one who started it from scratch. So, you know, we had somebody who shared that Jonathan Jordan earlier and I did go to those events, right? Like I thought that was really great to try and do events that highlighted um, the industry. Like I think we had one at SMU that had some, you know, uh, a panel with pro players and the professor there. So that was really great because you got to learn a little bit more about the industry and what was going on behind the scenes and at the university level. Um, just getting to know people in real life, connecting with people here who were either members or interested um, has been really good. And as I've moved into this chair position, really getting to know what members are looking for and how we want to grow. So that's been um, kind of where I've started and trying to and then, of course, just starting those in-person events, right? When we had the high school competition and Megan came down here, I was like, um, shouldn't we do a real life coffee connection? Um, and that was really great. And I think uh, for DreamHack with um, um, our New York chapter, who coordinated that with all the folks that were here, that was amazing. And I could just see like the synergies of all these people coming together. Mm -hmm. So we're hoping to build that. We're trying to build up some benefits. You know, I did speak with um, some of our members about what they're looking for. So when we get to conference, I would love to hear from other chapters, what they're hearing from their members, and then really try to build out what that's going to look like. Like, what kind of benefits can we provide? How can we support some of our local competitive teams? How can we support some of our local scholastics teams, right? Our college yeah. and our um, high school teams. How can we make access to sponsorships for those teams? Because um, I, you know, that was another way I got involved was was sponsoring my local high school team, um, so they could go to nationals, right? So yeah, those are all the things that. that we're looking to, and then just trying to get together a little bit more often. I think since it's so hot this summer, like I'm really looking at next quarter for a few get-togethers because it's just yeah. burning. It's like hotter than hell down here in Dallas right now. I'm not touching grass because it's on fire, quite literally. <laughs> it's really hot. So we were turning it down. Yeah, hope to get together in the fall uh, with another in-person event and then maybe something in the new year and then really start to build, ramp those up in 2024 with more uh, connections. And, you know, once I 
am able to build out that plan. I'm building out a board, so adding some more folks to the board as well, so that we have those different perspectives and can provide those different types of programming. So that's where we're going here in Dallas. Um, and I know a lot of people look to us because I think we were the first chapter. Yep, um, inaugural. Yep. Yeah. Trying to make yeah. it uh, a good flagship to continue to provide that support, but it's been awesome being on those chapter calls and learning from the other chapter chairs. Right. I mean. They are just doing phenomenal stuff. And some they of them are. do not have the community that we have in Dallas. Like I'm lucky, right? Like there's already a setup community here. We have, we have, you know, um, several teams. We have several um, game developers. Like we just have a lot going on here. Production companies. We have the, we have a lot of stuff happening and a lot of support where I know in some of the other cities, like they're going to have to build that from scratch and we'll have to help them figure out how to blaze their path. Well, you know, you, you touched on some fantastic points there and a couple that stood out to me, you know, you mentioned the high schools and there, there's really two really beneficial and unique aspects of chapters. Um, and it's, it's the localization of it. Yeah. If you think about high schools, high schools are not getting national brands to sponsor their high school. You don't have enough reach. It's really mm -hmm. kind of the goodwill of your heart as a brand to support a high school, right? You're not doing it for ROI, but you can really get down to the, the person, the level of the individual person. The other thing is, um, this is kind of a call out to brands who are more local. You know, when you're looking for sponsorship opportunities in esports, get connected with the, the industry, the community. Um, a lot of times the only opportunities are global or national. And you may be a local business that doesn't have that reach. If somebody in New York learns about your brand, it doesn't matter today, right? But you can sponsor your local chapter, get involved that way, and not just generate awareness, but really generate you know, deep relationships with people mm -hmm. um, throughout the industry. Yeah, it just, I mean, you know, I've run into some of the, like, my kids don't actually play on the high school team, right? I have, I have a, my oldest son is like anti-competition, um, but when I get to see some of his fellow classmates who are on the team, like, when we were at TechSef, and just, like, letting them know that I was there to support them, like, they yeah. were just amazing. I mean, you could tell how excited they were to be there, how important it meant to them uh, to be able to do that. Um, and I just ran into a bunch of them, you know, at the back to school event uh, again and, and oh, wonderful. hearing about what they're ready to do for the new year. So um, it really is amazing um, and opens up a lot of doors. And even for my son, I went back the next week after you guys, there was the college competition at the esports uh, stadium in Arlington for CECC. And I got to meet Ray Katz. And when I told him that my son was more interested in the production side, he was like, well, is he coming? <laughs> <laughs> I drove home and picked him up and brought wow. him back and he That's got a full so cool. tour. yeah and got a full tour of the stadium he showed in the production room mm. um, mm -hmm. they really had a great time so uh you know for somebody who is probably not ever going to compete like they still watch the game they all play the games right like they know what's going on but not everybody right. wants to be on the stage so being able to have that opportunity and being able to have my son see what else he could do in an area that he loves was really cool I love that it's been interesting too John like this year I have had so many people ask if they could bring their kids oh cool well I mean it, it's I just love the fact that there are so many career opportunities around something that kids are so passionate about right 
I mean, my kid is the biggest gamer in the world. He's eight years old. This kid will not shut up about Minecraft. Uh, not that I... <laughs> he totally won't. It's the truth. You, but... It's like from hello to goodbye and one more thing. <laughs> That's one right. More... And he talks just like John. He's always got like one hand like going. <laughs> and he's like, and another, and another. You met him, sure. At the... Yes. Your, your meetup. That's yeah, right. he... He came through Johnny 2.0, got to introduce the next generation. But what's so cool, you know, a lot of people uh, who are parents, you know, we're, we're mindful of screen time. We're mindful of just digital stimulation all the time. But what's so cool and, and gives me a really positive outlook on my son's time and interest with things like Minecraft is, wow, just like traditional sports, you've got a whole industry here, whether you want to get into developing the games, whether you want to do production, you want to do marketing. You know, if you look at the three of us, we make a living around esports, and none of us are on the stage, right? It's right. because we touch different parts of this very diverse and deep industry. Um, one, one more thing I want to get um, your take on here, Shireen, while we have you, your time is so precious and valuable and limited, of course. You are the sponsor of the Elevator Pitch Competition. Um, the Elevator Pitch Competition is one of the premier moments at Esports Next. And Megan, this is your brainchild. You got to give you all the credit. You've been doing this for years before ESCA. Can you give us, before Shireen shares a little bit about her, uh, her integration with it, can you tell our audience what is the Elevator Pitch Competition? Why should they be excited about it? Yeah, it's, it's um, a show. It's based on a show, Shark Tank, which I remember the first time I saw a show, the show, and I thought, we got to bring this to the corporate sector. I want to bring this to the conference. And at that time, I worked at the Fantasy Sports Trade Association, and I pitched it to that board, and they they said, let's do it. And it's an opportunity like no other, because when you're pitching, you're not asking really for money as much as you are collaborating with community and letting them know what you need. And there are so many more opportunities than anyone would imagine when they get off the bench on the court and they hold that microphone in their hand. And this year we're doing it different because Shireen's- Tell me how, Megan. I will. Shireen's co-sponsor, Kevin Vela, was like, let's shake it up. And now this year we're doing five minutes to pitch, mm -hmm. five minutes, which probably will go by with a blink. And then five minutes for all of the judges to give feedback, just like the tank. So Kevin's like, wow. let's do tank. Cool. Let's really do it. So there's That's really cool. that tank experience and they're gonna be on the stage, the judges. Not like the whispering, mysterious VC. Right, in the front row. Part and you of the Twitch the, programming. Part of the, part of the whole experience. Awesome. And that's right. Oh, man, was I excited about that. Kevin Vela has sponsored the original Shark Tank I did for, for so long. And he's coming here to help us um, oh. pick it up. And we, we he's never done it this way either. So it's a really good, diverse group of judges. Um, we have Rohan Bose, who came from the original Shark Tank um, what did they do? He did the evaluate. Did he do the Valu evaluations? Yeah, the valuations. Yes. Yeah. 
Yeah. Which is huge. I mean. Oh my God. Like, here's the documents you need for a yes. <laughs> you want a yes? Right? Yeah. And, and, and right. And I think maybe the pre- the decks he, he might help with, you know, and then obviously mm-hmm. Bella is also in Dallas, which is wildly yeah. awesome. I know we're a trifecta. It's pretty awesome. It really, it's a great, it, it is the most exciting Shark Tank I've ever done. I still forever will call it Shark Tank, even we, though Mark. Even though you shouldn't, but that's And okay. I've been threatened heavily by Cuban. <laughs> so stop it, stop it. IP, we know all about IP issues in esports. Well, um, I'm calling it a speak, you know, competition, a pitch competition, which I think is amazing, right? You know, yes. I um, have been fortunate to be able to do that in my career in different organizations and just having the opportunity to yes. appear in front of your peers um, and get feedback is going to be so valuable. I'm so excited to hear like, what is the next innovation, right? Like I can't even, I'm, I like absolutely. cannot even wait to find out what those are. And um, cause I know they're going to be amazing. I'm gonna be yeah. Amazing blind blown at some point (laughs) i learned just as much from the people pitching as i do the judges asking the questions yeah because you know you really understand how knowledgeable someone is by the questions that they ask and so when these judges like yourself uh sheree a judge in more than one sense of the word yeah uh, actually you should bring your robe and the gavel um just a thought no, but, I, do, uh, I do have both of those things but I yeah. don't travel with them <laughs> don't rule it out but to hear you know these questions that I've never thought about with my business experience um yeah just I'm, I'm curious of your your thoughts of being on that side of the the whole thing and um evaluating these brands yeah, I, I think it's going to be really fun. Like, like I said, I actually recently went through this for myself. So that was really helpful. And, you know, mm. and I've actually, I just came from another um, conference where there was something similar where the judges gave feedback. So I'm excited about that. I, I do have a disadvantage in that. Yes, I have been a practicing judge um, before. So, uh, you know, really thinking about how people present themselves um, you know, did they get right. the message? You know, was there a better way that they could can say things? Um, and then what my impression is, um, I, I'm excited to be able to provide that feedback. Um, I'm happy to do it. You know, I do a lot of mentoring, uh, as well. So would love to be able to, um, to do that for the, for these folks who were going to, you know, cause I know it's going to be nerve wracking. Like I've been on the other side as well, where I had to present in front of a full sure. room with a judge, right? <laughs> and be like, please, God, don't say something stupid. So first of all, I would just like to tell all of them, if this comes out before, that you're going to do a great job, just where people just like you, just tell us your story, and we will be happy to provide you tips to make it even better the next time you do it. Well, one major difference from your your previous judgeships is no one will be in handcuffs. Uh, <laughs> that I know of. That we're we're hoping that's the case. So that'll be a major difference. Um, feel free to shout out objection. You know, and, you know, you're not. <laughs> Wait, that's the lawyer. Not I will. The... I will have my serious face on. You guys might not have ever seen it. My serious, concentrating face on. So yeah. I really want to pay attention. And I've seen it. I've seen you. I mean, you're a judge. <laughs> you know, I've definitely seen your your. I probably have seen that more than I've seen. You know your hospitality face you know you you're I think you're a natural born judge think of that um personality profile you're I think you're the perfect judge 
Well, thanks. I think people who show up in the court, I occasionally do hang out in the city of Dallas municipal court. So yeah, hopefully they feel that way. I try not to upset everyone, but you know, it's what it is. It is what it is. And then there's just like justice and fairness and considerations and, you know. Yeah, but I'm excited about it. I really, I think it's going to be amazing. And I know those people are going to come with their best. They're going to try their best and they um, are going to be excited to get the feedback because you know, we, we always, you know, all of us, right, who are in business and we're trying to get to the next level, we're all looking for that piece of feedback. What do I need to do next? How can I make it better? How can I get to this next level? So mm-hmm. I'm really excited to be a part of that. Like, as I, as we started this whole thing out, like, this is what I built my law firm on, um, yeah. is being able to do that for people. Um, and then also receiving it from other professions like like what you do, John, and and all the other folks that are in the support industry as well. So I think it's going to be great. Um, and I'm really, I really am just so excited about it. I can't That's contain good. myself. <laughs> What'd you say? I said, I can't contain myself. I'm like really excited about what it's going to be like. Don't try to contain yourself. Just, just let out the, let the excitement, out. Yeah. you know? That's what uh, Wrigleyville is all for, actually. So, well, we'll are you going to be at the Cubs game? I am going to be at the Cubs game. I'm coming early, um, and then I, you know, will do the the pitch, and then sadly, I got to get back for a back to school event because, you know, I have a senior and a freshman this year, so it's really special, um, and okay. I have to. I have that to. Be special. <laughs> well, so I mean, on the, the baseball one. field, the judge role is called an umpire. So, just to. <laughs> You know, Thank you for that tip that so that I know what's happening. Um, I've actually never been to Wrigley Field. Awesome. I, uh, we, left, we left Illinois when I was three. So I grew up a Cubs and a Bears fan because my brother was really into them, but mm-hmm. um, never been there. So I'm super excited about it, actually. You're going to like wonderful. it. Well, to everybody who is listening, we just so encourage you to do a couple of things. Number one, come to the conference, hang out with Shireen, teach her, you know, a little uh, Chicago Cubs history, maybe, you know, maybe some some Wrigley Field trivia um, could happen. Um, Also, if you are in Dallas, get involved with the Dallas chapter. Um, You get to hang out with Shireen. It's kind of like- And Mickey. Oh, and Mickey, my co-chair, yes. And and Rohan just like always shows. Rohan's always there. We have a lot of folks who always show up who are really cool to hang out with. You do. It's a great group. Freddie, Freddie, who's really involved, is there most of the time? Yes. Well, if it's not summer. Freddie has been MIA all summer. Well, it's been really fun. Call them out. This is the call out. Freddie. Freddie, come back. Um, so for those who are listening, Shireen, um, to put a bow on this, how can people get involved, uh, and in touch with you, whether that's about the chapter or whether that's about their own business needs and they really need somebody to guide them through those, um, those important principles that you provide. Yeah. Well, to get involved with the chapter, you know, reach out to the ESTA. Once you reach out, you will see where we are. We do have a LinkedIn page as well that I think anybody can see the ESTA Dallas chapter, and that's usually where we post most of our um, 
events. So that's a really great place. It's also a great place to see the LinkedIn lives and really see what the association is doing. So I encourage everyone to do that. If you want to contact me personally, I am happy to talk to you as well. And you can find me at domary.com. So my name, which is spelled on the top or I guess on the side, um, .com is my website and my uh, business number is 469-485-2500. Leave me a message and I'll be happy to call you back at as soon as I can and get give you all the information you need about being a part of the Esports Trade Association and joining our chapter. Wonderful. And for just the audio listeners, uh, domeri.com is D-O-M-E-I-R-I.com. So reach out to Shireen, whether you have needs, uh, legal needs with your business, or you want to get involved with the ESCA. Uh, Shireen, thank you so much for your time today. And we can't wait to have you in person at Esports Next. Thank you so much for having me. I'm looking forward to seeing you both in Chicago soon. Can't wait.